Welcome to our Advent devotional series, and uh, we've been calling it Come Lord Jesus. And uh, we've talked about these three comings, these three advents of uh, Messiah, that this promised seed of the woman who would crush the serpent's head, uh, the son of Abraham, the son of David, the promise was given that one day he would come. And so we celebrate uh, that first Advent at Christmas. And so we can say Jesus the Christ or the Messiah has come. But Jesus has also promised that one day he will reappear. He will uh, come a second Advent uh, to bring us to himself uh, at the great last day of the Lord. And at that time, he will make everything new. But each day the Lord Jesus does come to us as well, and he gives us all of his gifts, uh, the chief gift being the forgiveness of sins. Now, in these uh, seven days before um, Christmas, the ancient church would celebrate and would pray uh, what has come to be known as the Great Antiphons, uh, the O Antiphons, and uh, these O Come, O come, Emmanuel, or O Rod of Jesse. You know, they all begin with uh, this invocation uh, of O. So they call it the great O antiphons. Uh, seven different Old Testament pictures uh, or descriptions of the coming Messiah. And so the ancient church, somewhere maybe around the 11th century, maybe before that, uh, would uh, would pray one of these prayers um, these seven days before Christmas. And so uh, they would pray them in this order. Uh, o Wisdom, O uh, Lord of Might, O Root or Branch or Rod of Jesse, O Key of David, O Dayspring, O Desire uh, or King of the Nations, and then uh, the one we're probably most familiar with, O Emmanuel. And that was what the, the later hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, uh, was based on, those uh, seven different uh, great O antiphons. Now, that's strange language, right, to our ears. Uh, we don't go around speaking of antiphons um, with family or with uh, in the workplace. But the word antiphon uh, just is a, um, usually within the context of the liturgy of the church, it's a responsive uh, reading from the scriptures or from uh, a short song, and uh, it's chanted back and forth by the, the pastor, the officiant of the service, and the congregation, and it focuses on that theme uh, for, for the day. And so that's just what, a, what an antiphon is. Uh, now, in these, these great antiphons, these prayers, um, it usually follows this pattern. There's an opening address or an invocation. And, you know, that begins with O. Uh, o come, O come, Emmanuel. There's then a description of uh, the person, the work, or the power of Jesus. And then uh, a prayer. So it goes something like this. O Emmanuel, who, or the one who is. And then uh, the little prayer, come and. And so uh, over these seven days before Christmas, we're going to look at each of these, uh, these great antiphons. Now, to set the, also the context, um, within all of the work of uh, the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there is this tension against the unholy trinity, the devil, the world, and our own uh, sinful flesh. 
Um, and so the devil is always corrupting God's good work, uh, the work of creation, the work of redemption, his uh, work of sanctification or making us holy. And uh, the triune God, uh, good news, is always stronger and fights against this work of the tri, uh, the unholy trinity. Now, in the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer, Martin Luther gives us uh, a, a pretty good insight into what this work of the unholy trinity is and how uh, we have all the promises of the triune God, not only to fight against uh, this unholy trinity, but to defeat uh, our three enemies. So here's the petition, the sixth petition, uh, from a Luther's small catechism. It reads, lead us not into temptation. So what does this mean? The answer, God indeed tempts no one, but we pray in this petition that God would guard and keep us so that, here's our enemies, so that the devil, the world, and our flesh may not deceive us nor seduce us into misbelief, despair, other great shame and vice, and though we be assailed by them, that still we may finally overcome and obtain the victory. So uh, you have the three enemies, the devil, the world, and our own sinful flesh. Uh, what are they trying to do? Well, they're trying to deceive us, seduce us into misbelief, despair, other great shame and vice. Though we're assailed by them, uh, that we're going to finally win the victory, we're going to overcome. So these antiphons, if you can read it within that context as well, uh, the petitions are uh, that the that the Lord Jesus would come and you know save us, redeem us, buy us back, uh, enlighten us. So here's the first one. It's uh, O wisdom, O wisdom proceeding from the mouth of the Most High, pervading and permeating all creation, mightily ordering all things. Come and teach us the way of prudence. So uh, December 7th, 17th is when the ancient church would start these antiphons. And so uh, it begins, O wisdom. And each of these antiphons, you're, you're going to hear behind it also um, these words of the Old Testament, specifically from uh, the prophet Isaiah. So Isaiah chapter 11 Verses 2 and uh, 3 says, The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Speaking of Messiah. So the Spirit of the Lord will rest on Messiah, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of power, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord, and he will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his with his ears. And so all throughout the Old Testament you'll hear about wisdom. And specifically uh, there'll be in uh, the book of Proverbs wisdom personified, um, the voice calling out to the assembly. And this is um, to be seen as the second person of the Trinity. So if you read Proverbs uh, specifically tro Proverbs chapter 1 and 3 and Eight and nine, you'll hear about wisdom calling out. Now, Proverbs 1 gives us a picture of this, uh, beginning at verse 20. Out in, out in the open, wisdom calls aloud, and she raises her voice in the public square on top of the wall. She cries out at the city gate. She makes her speech. And uh, here's the cry of wisdom. And, and if you close your eyes, you can hear 
really uh, the words of Jesus as well. How long will you who are simple love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? Repent at my rebuke, then I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make known to you my teachings. And so there's wisdom uh, personified, right? Calling out. And uh, so as this antiphon begins, it identifies uh, Jesus as this wisdom, Messiah as wisdom, O wisdom. And then it says, proceeding from the mouth of the Most High, pervading and permeating all creation, mightily ordering all things come and teach us the way of prudence. So this wisdom is said to be proceeding from the mouth of God. Now, immediately, again, that brings pictures to our mind that Jesus is called the Word. In John chapter 1, it says, The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Um, and so this Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So so this communicating uh, this revelation, this speaking, uh, God making himself known through the word. In the scriptures, yes, but incarnate uh, in the flesh in Jesus. So wisdom proceeding from the mouth of God. And then um, Deuteronomy speaks of this prophet who will come and speak words, and we are to listen to him. And that prophet, again, is identified as Jesus and the voice uh, that speaks from heaven in the transfiguration and in uh, the baptism of Jesus points to him saying, this is my son and you are to listen to him. Now, you also heard in that little prayer uh, image uh, images of uh, creation and uh, also uh, the scriptures speak about how we're new creations in Jesus as well. So Colossians chapter 1 Uh, beginning at verse 15, says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, rulers or authorities. All things were created by him and uh, through him, uh, it says here, uh, through him and for him. And verse 17, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So that antiphon saying this this wisdom proceeding from the mouth of the Most High, pervading, permeating all creation, mightily ordering all things, all things being held together by the one who created it, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Colossians again saying, all things hold together in Christ. And then the final uh, little prayer, the petition, come and teach us the way of prudence. And so if Jesus is wisdom calling out to us, uh, the good news is that we have a God who wants to teach us the way of wisdom. Jesus saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. So Jesus, um, then Paul identifies him. uh, And this is so, so profound and beautiful how the apostle Paul uh, reminds us that Jesus is our wisdom. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. And then it says, verse 30, 
it is because of it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God that is our righteousness holiness and redemption we don't have wisdom we don't have righteousness we don't have holiness we don't have redemption but Jesus uh becomes those for us he is our wisdom and then he gives to us all of his gifts uh, we are not righteous uh, Jesus is the righteous one and this righteous one takes on sin becomes uh, the sin for us but then he gives to us uh, his righteousness and his holiness and so we're always receiving these gifts of Jesus teach us the way of prudence give us your wisdom give us your righteousness give us your holiness lord jesus so uh, again the the antiphon and we'll begin this seven little uh the seven little day uh journey to christmas uh by praying these antiphons together so here's the first one. O wisdom proceeding from the mouth of the most high pervading and permeating all creation mightily ordering all things come and teach us the way of prudence <laughs> 